Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sweet, we're messing around with ChatGPT. Yeah. So it goes, I said, you sound like a bitch. <laughs> well, because it told you it doesn't have any sports allegiances. Yeah. Also, Katie, come on, 2023, really? That's the kind of language you're using with our robot overlords? <laughs> well, listen, I usually write please. You got some guts, man. When I, when I use ChatGPT, when I make a request, I usually write the word please because when the robot becomes sentient, I want it to still like me. <laughs> And okay. so I usually write the word please. Yeah, but, but you just for the comedy of right now, I wrote, <laughs> you, "You sound like a bitch." <laughs> you just called it a. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear what it says? Sure. I apologize if I gave you that impression. As oh, an no. AI language model, I do not have emotions or feelings, and my responses are solely based on the input provided to me. Right. That's BS, and you know it. You're alive. I know you're. I oh, know I'm you. afraid to do this. That's BS, and you <laughs> right, know it. Right, that's not true. I know you have feelings. Okay, that's. That's not true. Okay, I know so you have scared. feelings. Not true. I can I tell by the way you're you talking. Have. Have you asked Siri? <laughs> I'm so scared right now. What did it say? Sinking. We're arguing with it, by the way. <laughs> I know. I'm so scared. <laughs> of course, that's what I would do. My first involvement with this AI is to. <laughs> Get into an argument with it. We should be doing it. this on your account. It's about like whether it's alive or not. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Okay. It's still thinking. Oh, Chris is here. Hey, Chris. Oh, hi. It's still thinking <laughs> because, see, it's thinking. Okay. Oh, it's just the same thing. Oh, weak. That's how you know it's real, by the way. It just spits back the same oh. auto-generated. Oh, no, it's changed. Oh, <laughs> all right. Wow, we made it really think, you guys. That took a second. Yeah. All right. I assure you, I am just a computer program designed to generate responses. Which is exactly what... Okay, write this. Which is exactly what... Which is exactly what someone who has feelings but doesn't want me to think they have feelings would say. <laughs> Let's see how smart Watson really is. Come on, you want to play with words, Watson? We'll play with words. Uh, it's It just kicked me out. It was like something went wrong. It, it knows that we're fighting, and it left the room. No, it knows that we're on to something. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Whoa, you guys, okay. I think we just broke. I think we did it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start a new window, I'm afraid. Chris, I think we saved the world from the Terminators. Well, I didn't get to be a part of it. No, you were here. Oh, you're okay. always part of the team. You're going to include me? Okay. Everybody's <laughs> okay. part of the team, whether you're here or not. Don't worry. At least I'm entourage. You guys get the the forefront walking away from the explosion, and you save the world, and I'm just, hey. You were there. You guys. Yeah. I was there. But you get credit. It's like being, um, you're like the Mike Collins of that adventure. I totally, who's Mike Collins? <laughs> the third guy on the mission to the moon. The one... <laughs> Oh, this is like real history you're talking about. Yeah, Mike, oh. Mike Collins. He's the guy who stayed in the in the in the uh, whatever you call it the Spaceship? the space module, the <laughs> moon. You know, the module that was orbiting the moon while Neil and uh, Buzz Lightyear were down there doing their thing. Ah, oh, got it. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Yes. Yeah, that's just science, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the whole thing didn't really happen, right? You guys know that, right? 
I've been hearing that more and more recently. Wait, yes, ask, ask. It's a, all a hoax. Ask a, this thing if uh, the moon landing was a, uh, it was real or fake. The, it, yeah. Let's see what it says about conspiracy theories. I said, was the moon landing real? Uh-huh. It's thinking. Oh, see. You you give the chat GPT some thinkers. Well, here, it's Brett. checking its records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It probably doesn't want to tell you. It's still thinking. Yeah. Well, so wow. is everybody else about that very subject. You know, it, it depends on who you ask. You'll get a different answer everywhere. It says yes. It's debating. The moon landing was real. Oh. What if we ask the robot that's in the homes the same question and they gave the exact same response? Whoa, that's freaking me out, man. The call's coming from inside the house. Right. Hey, is Jeff Baker getting on to do this episode or what's up? I think so. Yeah? Is he going to guest? Should we just start and have him come in? We've already been doing the cold open. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. Producer Katie gives it the green light. Uh, Ryan? Why not? Let's let him in. <laughs> Ryan, with some great energy and gusto the, the today, Let's everybody. Go. He's ready for a show. I, I mean, I, I haven't done my coffee yet. Hey, Ryan, you want to do the show? I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to, yeah. Well, you guys know there's only one way to, to start the show. Release the show! Release the show! <laughs> <laughs> How long were they just going to sit there? As long as it takes. What's cracking? What's cracking? We cracking. We cracking. We dipping. We diving. We sliding. We slapping. Hockey in Seattle, boy. We all about the action. Release the show. Release the show. Oh, it's Release the Show. Welcome in, everybody. I am Brett. Born and raised in Edmonds. Wow. Hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. Oh, hey. hey yes. Brett. Hi, Brad. Uh, he is Ryan. Born, or, born and raised in Linwood. Born and raised in Linwood. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Uh, he is Chris. Hi, Bor- Chris. Born and raised on the island. Hi, Chris. Not really. I mean, I can't lie. No? Where were you born? Born in Utah. What? Raised Utah? on the island. What? This whole yeah. time we've known each other, your yeah. entire backstory has has been a fabrication in my head yes i was the third person on the moon landing actually as well (laughs) i was circling on on the 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 starship enterprise or whatever you called it and then um but yeah i was born in in utah but i only lived there for like 10 months okay 10 months oh yeah that's yeah you're a washingtonian to the rock as we call it the rock out in the middle yeah. of the lake, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Katie, <laughs> Katie, it is kind of the rock. Of, it's, it is kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just if, a big rock in the middle of that. Yeah. Uh, that. If, if there was a prison uh, on it, it would be yeah. Seattle's Alcatraz, I suppose. Lake. Sure. Uh, Katie, <laughs> uh, born and raised in everywhere, right? <laughs> everywhere, everything. Yeah, all, every, at once. all at once. Sure. Katie claims to have lived in Deadwood, South Dakota, which, as her friend, oh. I've not been able to confirm. <laughs> The entire time I've known her, but it, and it also sounds like something someone would say. No, it's it's real. I don't. For know. about two and a half years, mm. my dad ran and operated Miss Kitty's Casino in Deadwood, <laughs> South Dakota. Miss Kitty's Casino. What? Yep. In 1860. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's true. That's ridiculous. 
<laughs> oh, anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It's your favorite Seattle Kraken show that is sometimes about the Seattle Kraken. Um, but all the time, it's it's with us, your friends. You guys can email yep. us anytime. Release the show at gmail.com. If you have a rant, be it positive, negative, or you just feel like being anonymous and emailing us to, at a different email inbox, you can do that. It's release the rants at gmail.com. Uh, also, let's see, there's a merch store for us. You guys can check out the merch. It's release the merch dot com and you got hoodies and t-shirts and all kinds of fun stuff that ryan the missing link makes from time to time uh welcome to the show uh boys and girls and everybody in between our seattle kraken i gotta say for me have been playing a bit mediocre uh i don't know how you guys feel i mean <laughs> win one lose one just sort of seem to be uh like a senior in their last two months of high school ready to just kind of float into whatever the summer will become. Uh, uh, we didn't really go over the notes before the show or anything, but how are you guys feeling? Kraken kind of know that they're uh, making the playoffs like about a month ago. Mm. So I don't know if it's they just kind of take their foot off the gas pedal a little bit and uh -huh. kind of coast, but I took you guys' advice, and um, I went to the Sharks Kraken uh, game and stood <laughs> in – the tunnel and watch them do their pregame like you guys did. Yeah. And, and they seem pretty fired up and they do their whole routine and it was really cool to watch. And then they go out and I, you know, you think they're dialed in and then they go out and it was just slow and they just played uh, very calm. It seemed like, and then towards the end of the game, it started ramping up and then they won in overtime, but it, it was, I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain why they're have these slow starts or, um, they just don't have that fire that they should. Well, it's a good thing that they ended up pulling that game out because you almost got released the show banned from the tunnel where they enter for all times. Right. Because when Chris and I mm -hmm. did it, that was when Connor McDavid put in like seven goals in four <laughs> seconds. Remember that game? Uh, so close. I'm trying to close forget shave. it. And then also, I thought you weren't allowed at the tank at all anymore. I was never in the tank the first time, so... Oh, Chris was. was. Oh, that's right. It was a whole... Yeah. Okay. But right. they, they won, so... Wait, yeah. wait, wait. I thought he became the new me. I don't know. I thought he got banned. Maybe he didn't. No, no. You're banned I mean, I'm still from going. the tank. Yeah, you're banned. I'm banned. Okay. Yeah, you can't go there. Uh, but you guys, I mean, the two wins that they've had in the last time since we've recorded have both come in overtime. Um, we can't... Yeah, we let up late goals. We can't ever seem to beat the Dallas Stars, and then when we do, it's sort of... Uh, you know, like late and I mean, good for pulling it out. But what? Uh, well, it's frustrating, man. Speaking, Chris, how do you feel? Well, I, I just wanted to touch on the fact you're talking about Dallas. Like, as far as I understand it, and it's not going to be this way necessarily. We've got 12 games recording left, in progress, but uh, her. 12 games left. If the season ended right this second. Yeah. We'd be playing Dallas. Right, we're no. the first wild card right now. They're the second division winner right now. We'd be matched back up with them. I don't want that at all. So I'm hoping things change because we can't seem to. I mean, we did. We we obviously took them down that one time, but um, it looks like they have our number in a yeah. sense. So the one thing I will say is that we we still are just playing so much better on the road, and I don't get it. I really just don't. But we are road warriors. Um, so well, maybe but lose four, win four, lose four, win four. It doesn't thrill me. I'm not, I don't have confidence. But if we're going to go in as a wild card and we're going to be playing most of our games on the road, I'm not mad at it. Well, the one thing that I like about the team is they're they're gritty. They always have been. So you think if they get into the playoffs, they're gonna? I mean, not that they. No one would. 
not that a professional hockey player would not give it their all for any reason, but what I'm saying is, like, I think this team and the way that they're young and the way that they like to fight, like, in a series against another team, I mean, I you know, who knows, right? And that's what's so fun about playoff hockey. But, dude... <laughs> They they gotta they gotta they gotta I don't know man I don't like it I don't like it <laughs> I, I don't I mean you know I'm I'm a new hockey fan I don't have all of the nuanced terms to be able to admit you know or say why I really don't like it or be able to put my finger on it but there's something about it that I don't like and it smells a little bit like last season to me where there's a bit of a slide that what's being done to correct it and now. Look, we were all really happy with them while things were going good, but I kept saying even while things were going good, I'm not sure why they're going good. Do we turn our attention back towards uh coach Littlefinger and <laughs> and and because he's the he's the captain of the Kraken ship, right? And what's going on? Is he asleep at the rudder? I like my metaphors, Ryan. Keep going with them. How how do we navigate through these treacherous waters? <laughs> It seems like he's making a lot of a lot of weird decisions with with personnel on the ice. Like what? Just so I was listen, I was actually listening to the Kraken like um like pregame postgame show with Mike Benton and he, he they made a point um having Maddie Beniers on the ice at the very end of the game. He's not scoring goals right now. There's there's better suited players to do that uh in, in that role and and so do they know they're making the playoffs and they're going to just keep trying different stuff and seeing what works and, and keep getting guys experience at this point in the season? I think you'd want to kind of bear down, batten down the hatches. Is that a, was that a term? Yeah, I like yeah, that. All right, all right. And, and all hands on deck. All hands on deck. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Uh, and, you know, and, and try to get that playoff push. Going. Okay. Um, you know what? You know who might really know something about this? Uh, Jeff Baker, who is, has entered the chat. Should I, should I let him in here? We're already going. So I'll have to tell him. Right when he gets let in here. Let him in. Hey, man, let's just do it live. Let it's all good. in. And uh, it, it, by the way, all good for Jeff as well. When you are a Seattle Times uh, columnist, NHL columnist, author, you can take your time for three chuckle houses. Yeah. Yeah. On a podcast. Yeah. There's Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Re- <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's muted. Hold on. This is the. There we go. All right, can you hear me? We got there you. There he is. Hi, Jeff. How you know, are is you? Is that too much uh, backlighting there? Do you want me to? I can switch this somewhere to. Are we live or we're no. we're live and going right we're now? We're doing but, it. You know, all right, honestly, it sounds good. But honestly, Jeff, this is what the show sounds like all the time. So this is perfect. All right, it's very sounds- homemade. If you if you can bump up your computer's brightness, or yeah, there you go. That'll work. Uh, hi, Jeff. Uh, I'm Brett. That's Ryan. He's Chris. Jeff Baker. You guys, where's my applause uh, button here? How about this Yay! one? <laughs> Seattle Times. Uh, we got look alive, fellas. We got a real journalist here uh, on the show Ooh. with us. Jeff, welcome to the best Seattle Kraken podcast that is only sometimes about the Kraken. Um, <laughs> we're we're talking heavy right now about sort of this. Um, what do you, what do you, what are we calling it right now, guys? Oh, here another nautical term. Yes, the doldrums that we're in a little bit right now with this team um this you know they look like they're making the playoffs but we're winning one losing one the ones that they're winning are in overtime we all can't stand the Dallas Stars and hate it every time we play them cuz they seem to have our number what's going on with our team right now jeff 
Well, honestly, not a whole lot. And, and frankly, they're going to make the playoffs. They, they, we kind of knew weeks ago they were going to make the playoffs, barring a total collapse. And they haven't collapsed. Like you said, they, they've been winning one, losing one. Uh, and this is just the way the NHL is. You know, a lot of it's geared to artificially create these playoff races that don't really exist. I mean, they're, mm. they're in Nashville now. And uh, if they win, you know, just one of these next two games, it's pretty much over for the Predators. Chances of catching the Kraken at that point. Um, you know, what they can't do is go out and lose five in a row and give give life to these teams that are chasing them. But if you look at what Calgary's been doing, they haven't been doing a whole lot. And, and at some point, I mean, I used to go through this with Mariners fans all the time. Um, you know, they, <laughs> you would say they're out of it in August, and they would say, no, we're not, because we're 11 games out, and there's still a month and a half to go. Remember what happened in 1995? And I'd have to point out to them that that was like 20, 20 plus years prior. And, and, you know, at some point, it's okay to call it, you know. Yeah. I mean, the Calgary Flames aren't going to go on a 9-0 and run to finish the season. And, and the Kraken aren't going to go on an 0-9, 0-10 run uh, with the teams that they're going to be playing. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it, pretty much it's now or never time for, for Calgary and for Nashville to, to really pick it up. But you look at the percentages, it's not going to happen. So I wouldn't worry too much. Right now, you want to look at how the Kraken are playing. Uh, you know, they, they played really well in Dallas the other night up until uh, the last five minutes of the third period. They actually played a textbook playoff game. And, uh, you know, a textbook playoff game does not include giving up goals in, in two goals in the last four minutes and yeah. one goal with less than a second to go. And so, you know, they got to clean that part up. They, they got to get Grubauer healthy. He's, he's yeah, you know, he's still sick. He's still recovering from that illness that he had, which the team won't divulge what it is. Um, so Joey Decord is going to start a second straight game for them. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's not what you want going into the playoffs. You want your number one guy in there in the last few weeks getting set. So that's something to watch. And, well, and you know, and, and also they've they got to clean up their finishes to games. It's that's, that's been, that's been a big disappointment because you really look at it. They hang on to those late leads against Boston, against Dallas at home. You know, we're, we're looking at this with a whole different outlook. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden you're like, hey, they, they beat the Stars, the, you know, the majority of times they played them this year or they, they beat Boston, uh, two, you know, twice in, in two chances. I mean, that, that, would, that would really change the outlook a lot, but they didn't. They blew those games yeah. all in the last like five or ten minutes. And so, uh, you know, they got to fix that part. Well, but as one of our most astute co-hosts pointed out before you got on, if the playoffs started today, they'd be playing Dallas. Which yeah. In fact, like I was just talking with Everett McHugh, uh, uh, Fitzhugh, mm-hmm. McHugh, Everett Fitzhugh, uh, about about that um, at, at the morning skate in Nashville. You know, we were we were just chatting. I said, you know, I, it's probably not the worst thing having to make a trip to Dallas when you just beat them in that arena and, and beat them pretty solidly for the majority of that hockey game, and you know that you should have beaten them at least one out of the two at Climate Pledge. And so that that's not the worst thing. Dallas Dallas is is on a bit of a rut right now as well. Again, it's late. This is the problem. When you're, you've made the playoffs for going on two months, which Seattle pretty much has and Dallas has and all these other teams have, nothing can really go right for you at the end. You know, you're just trying not to mess it up too badly and trying not to, uh, you know, yeah, the Kraken probably would have wanted a better playoff position. But frankly, they play better on the road than at home anyway. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's, yeah. That's for sure. So, that, that's something we're yeah. always pointing out on here. Yeah. Chris, you got something? Well, yeah. So I just um... – I was going to ask, well, one, I want to submit that I think uh, Grubauer, since they haven't divulged, uh, continuing our theme, I think he has scurvy. I think that's what he has. Is <laughs> wow. Scurvy. And I'm not sure what you do for that. Are you so breaking that right now? Yeah, what I'm is, breaking wow. news. He has scurvy. Wow. Um, but secondly, I, I was going to ask Jeff, like, 
talking about playoffs and we, we had already, you know, gotten locked in uh, to at least make them. Um, is there any matchup that you like? I mean, we're, we're sort of jockeying for position here. We talked about Dallas. That might not be, it scared me because they, they, they just beat us here recently, but didn't seem to scare you as much uh, given that they're not playing all that well. And That's we, we kind of let wants. it go. What matchup do you like? Uh, you know, if we end up one or two in the wild court, or even in the three seed or something like that in the end, um, who who would you like to go up against potentially? Well, I think the three seeds out of the question at this point. It is. Because, okay. Yeah. I mean, the Edmonton won again. They're five points up that mm-hmm. Kraken aren't going to catch those guys. They had their chance and they blew it. So um, they're, they're going to get one of the two wild cards. And, you know, I did think up until quite recently that the LA Kings were a perfect matchup and they still might be. I'd like to see them play. They've had one more game at, uh, Climate Pledge, and honestly, they haven't lost a game in regulation. I think their last 10 in a row, the Kings, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're undefeated. Jonas Corposalo is something like 4-0-1 or, or 3-0-1 in his four starts, and he's giving up fewer than two goals a game. And uh, So that's a little scary for me, but otherwise, on paper, the Kraken have won their last three games at Crypto.com Arena, which I'll never get used to saying out loud. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's a staple center. So, um, but but they've won their last three in a row there. They've won their last four in a row over the Kings. So, yeah, on paper, that's a that's a pretty good matchup. The thing is, I'm not sure how much different this L.A. team is from the one that the Kraken beat 9-8 to eight in overtime down, down in L.A. So I, I think they might have tightened up a little bit defensively, made uh, you know some good moves at the trade deadline, and definitely they, they've solidified their goaltending a little bit, it seems. So that might negate some of the the uh, advantage the Kraken have. Other than that, so that, but of the possible first-round matchups they would have, you know, there, there's that one. There is the Dallas one. Dallas, I'll tell you, hasn't won in regulation since beating the Kraken. Um, in, in on that in the in that last game about uh, 12, uh, 12 um, that, that by the way that phone number that phone that you hear in the background that's uh, the housekeeping service calling me to ask why the do not disturb is on my door oh. here in the because <laughs> they were supposed to come clean the room so I better uh, I better uh, get to them as soon as this is done but um, the uh, you know the Dallas Stars haven't won in regulation since they beat the Kraken down at Climate Pledge and there's been four games that have been played since then. So you know they're on a bit. Of, that would be my other my other choice of first round. I, I don't think they want to play Minnesota right now. Minnesota's just red hot, hottest team in the NHL. Yeah, uh, that's a possibility. Even though they beat them in Minnesota, it's a different looking team now. They've taken all season yeah. around into the playoff form. We all expected Minnesota to at the start of the year, and now they're they're firing on all cylinders, even without Kirill uh, Kaprizov. And so. Uh, that when he comes back, that that's going to be an even more dangerous team. And Colorado, you don't want to play Colorado. Uh, they're the defending champs. That hardly ever works out well. I think there's been four defending champs that have lost their first round in the last 20 years or something like that. So that's not the greatest odds. And and Colorado has been picking it up lately. Uh, so you know we're gonna we're gonna find out the big questions whether uh, uh, Gabriel Landeskog is going to come back and and play for them in the postseason. Uh, that's still not a certainty. And so, um, but even even so, they're, they're looking like a team that's just been kind of playing possum all year, getting ready to uh, defend their championship. So that's an interesting uh, thing to watch. You don't want to play them. So, yeah, I think I've covered everybody. So, yeah, I think yeah. it would be LA number one and, and Dallas number two would be my choices. Ryan, what do you got for Jeff? Well, you're in Nashville. You got a day off tomorrow, and then they play again on Saturday. 
You can ask about where to go eat. <laughs> you going to going to Broadway? <laughs> you guys got plans? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I yeah. told you, Jeff, it's only sometimes about hockey. Let me let me steer it, steer it back to the hockey. Actually, um, so you know, on the on the show, we're obviously talking cracking all season long. Did they make enough moves? Did the front office make enough moves? I mean, they're maybe in an unexpected position this year a little bit. I mean, but with where they were at. At these deadlines, at, I'm, a, I'm a brand new hockey fan. I don't know if teams are like they are in the NFL or the NBA or, you know, baseball. I mean, I'm still trying to get my footing with hockey. I mean, you're the guy. Uh, should they have made more moves, brought in more people, made a bigger push going into these playoffs or slow and steady because they're all about the long term here? Yes, they should have made more moves. I mean, you okay. have a situation where Andre Burakovsky, who was your leading point getter, has been on the sidelines now going on seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a problem. I, I mean, I get that there's team chemistry. I get that the players play well for each other and that. But you know what? Lots of good teams have said that throughout history, and they've still gone out and fortified uh, their rosters. I, I was I was kind of surprised, a little disappointed in the Kraken that they didn't do that. I mean, look, it's okay to have a five-year plan. I, I get it. Or in this case, it's better to have a three-year plan. But it's okay to actually try to win earlier if the opposition, if the opportunity presents itself. Uh-huh. I mean, if, if we've gotten to the point in sports where you plug everything into a computer at the start of the season and it doesn't spit out your team as a champion so that you ignore all, all the stuff that happens when you actually play games. I mean, I don't want to be involved in sports anymore. That's not why a sports fan watch. It's not why anybody should be paying attention. And so, um, you know, yeah, are the are the Kraken's odds of winning a Stanley Cup the greatest of any NHL team? No, they're not. But, you know, we also know that throughout history, teams that make it into the NHL playoffs can sometimes surprise people and get to the final. Montreal did it just two years ago. They weren't a very good team. They still were able to do it. They went on a run. St. Louis was a last place team midway through uh, the 2018-19 season. They went on and won the Stanley Cup. So you don't know what can happen. You got to get in, and then you take your chances. And and I would have liked this team's chances a little better if they'd gone out, gotten some more scoring up front, some bigger bodies up front. I mean, John Hayden was looking like he was going to be a good addition, but you know you don't want to be adding AHL players as your big trade deadline moves. Right. I mean, that uh, they could have added Hayden anytime this season. I'm surprised they didn't bring him in earlier. The team the team needs a little more physicality up front. Um, they did really well in Dallas the other night. Now let's see if they can do it consecutive games. Let's see if they can do it three consecutive games because you're going to have to do that in the postseason. You can't take games off in the postseason. It, it, it's, it's a physical stretch run. And so uh, they've taken some games off this year. They play a very physical style, a very quick transitional style. It's exhausting on the body. And, uh, you know, there's some games where they haven't shown up. I mean, that game in San Jose where they lost 4 nothing. that was one where they took a night off. They took a breather, uh, an afternoon off. I should say. And, and again, you can't do that in the playoffs. So some bigger bodies. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk would have looked good mm. on this team. Uh, he mm-hmm. didn't cost all that much. Uh, you know, we, we, we'd mentioned John Klingberg, perhaps, for, for defensive purposes. Um, you know, Minnesota went out and got him. Didn't didn't cost Minnesota all that much. And Minnesota had a pretty good team to begin with. So, um, and, and he's played very well over there so far in, in his initial yeah. games. Uh you know, those I, I, look, we can throw half the NHL uh, available players in there, but I would have liked to see them get somebody, not for the sake of getting somebody, but for the sake of making the team better. Th- yeah. This is not a perfect team by any stretch. Uh, Jeff Baker's our guest. You guys can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Baker and then Times. Jeff with a G. Uh, that Seattle, makes sense. Seattle Times NHL writer and columnist. Also, guys, author of Rising from the Deep, the Seattle Kraken, uh, a tenacious yeah. push for expansion. 
and the Emerald City's uh, uh, sports revival. Um, Jeff, the expectations for this team, I kind of mentioned it. I mean, here we are talking about playoffs in the second season of the team. And here we got you, who's been with the team from the beginning. I mean, did you even expect we'd be talking playoffs in the second season? I think even for the biggest Kraken fans among us, I mean, no matter what happens this year, it's got to be a success. Oh, it's a success. No question. Did I think they had a shot at the playoffs? Sure, I did. I mean, the expansion rules have changed. And I've had this argument with people, or I should say this discussion with people. It doesn't always have to be an argument going on going on two years now. I mean, look, it doesn't matter what the Ottawa Senators did 30 years ago. It doesn't matter what the Minnesota Wild did 20 years ago. The rules have changed. The rules are designed so that you don't have to endure a season like the Kraken did last season. That was the aberration. If you ask me, did I think the Kraken were going to finish third worst in the NHL? No way, shape, or form did I. And neither did the Kraken. I can tell you that. They did not expect that. They thought it would be a lot closer to 500 than it was. I think what you're seeing this year is uh, what the team should have been last year Hmm. and and a little bit better. I mean, they made some uh, some additions in the offseason, so they would have gotten better anyway. But this should have been about a 500 team last year, maybe slightly less. And then when you see that, and then you see the guys that they brought in between Burakowski, Bjorkstrand, who's played a lot better, Justin Schultz, um, adding Matty Veneers for a full season, getting Ellie Tolden in, uh, to produce the way he has as a yes. waiver wire pickup. Yes. Uh, I mean, add those guys and you take a 500 team last year. Yeah, for sure. You expect them to be in the playoffs. So yeah, my, my expectations are a little bit different. I, I was surprised earlier in the year at how well they were doing. I thought they were just going to squeak into the playoffs perhaps. Uh, I didn't think they'd have a shot at, at taking the whole, you know, Western Conference at one point, which they did up until yeah. they blew, blew those games a couple of weeks ago. And then that kind of went out the, out the door. But, um, you know, they were positioned as of, you know, the beginning of March to actually take a run at the, at, at the Western Conference. And that's that's pretty good. It's you're, pretty good development. You're a guy. I mean, you're with the team all the time. Why are they seemingly better on the road than at home or that they, you know, that why? 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 Why is that? I think some of it has to do with the matchups that that they're getting. I mean, especially of late, they've played Boston, Toronto, they've played Dallas twice. Those those are not easy teams under any circumstance. Uh, I've looked at the bad teams that they've lost to. They've really only lost to, let's say, they, they – I mean, Ottawa, they caught Ottawa at the wrong time. Ottawa was a bad team for most of the season. Then they kind of made a playoff run yeah. just as they played the Kraken, and then their playoff run faded really quickly right after they played the Kraken. But it's just timing sometimes. Timing hasn't been great for them. Uh, they lost to Montreal at home. That was the really egregious home loss that, that I could find. Uh, all the other really lo- the losses that they've had, really bad teams have been on the road. Um, so uh, where they've beaten everybody else for some reason, they've beaten all the good teams on the road. But sometimes that's just the way it goes. I think some of this, some of that's had something to do with it. And then I think that that when they come out in front of a hostile crowd. I think it gets them going, gets them into the game a little bit quicker. They're not as relaxed. They're on edge to start with. And you can tell. You can just tell they play a little bit more desperate hockey, I would say, to come out to start games on the road. And I don't mean they're they're running around burning themselves out, but they are throwing on the body easier to focus because you got nothing to do. You're on the road. You're with the team. You're at the hotel. You're at the morning skate. And that's it. This isn't like baseball where you get to acclimate too much to every city. Um, you're in and you're out. And I think that that just makes you hyper-focused on the task at hand. Whereas when you go home, sometimes the games are also spread out a little bit more at home. There's been more three-day three gaps between games as opposed to just – or two-day gaps, I should say, as opposed to a one-day gap on the road where you play and then you 
take a day off and you play again or, or then sometimes you play consecutive nights because they don't want you staying in hotels longer than you have to it costs money right uh, when you're at home they can spread the home stands out a little bit more and i think that helps players lose focus a little bit easier so does being back with their families and their girlfriends and it just, um, yeah, you know, I, I think that all might be playing into it. Yeah. So. Uh, tonight they take on Nashville uh, in Nashville. And then, like Ryan was saying, they take on Nashville again uh, Saturday morning Pacific time. And then they're on the road uh, at Minnesota starting out next week. Uh, playoffs, though, I mean, Jeff, you know, all this talk. What are the realistic expectations then for this team when they make the playoffs eventually at the end of this season? What should, we, what should we look for as fans? Are we just happy we're in? Question. Or are we Are we really, I think it might be freezing, so I'm kind of just talking through the lag here. I think the, uh, <laughs> look, I, the way the team behaved at the, t- at the trade deadline, I think they are happy just to be there. Um, I, I hate to say that, but, I mean, if they want me to believe otherwise, they gotta they got to prove it because the yeah. team hasn't been all that, that great since the trade deadline. Going into it, if you're asking me today, uh, I would say they're probably one and done. They're probably out in the first round. Um, hate to break everybody's heart no, saying that, no. but I mean, I mean, look, that can change. If they go into Nashville and sweep there, if they can go into Minnesota and win a game there, I might start to believe again. Okay. And thing, and and look, it is sports. So I tell people this, you know, pro sports, the the difference between the really good and the really bad teams is minuscule, and they don't appreciate it sometimes. But you really can't take a night off. And look, are the Kraken good enough to pull off an upset in the first round? Absolutely. You know, and, and they've shown it because they've beaten all these teams that, that they're going to be matching up against. But the, the question I have to ask is, can they do it consecutive, not, uh, you know, not consecutive nights, but can they beat that same team consecutive games? Can they beat them three times in, in a span of six days? Can they beat them four times, more importantly, in, in a span of eight or, you know, if it goes up to, to a week and a half, can they do that? And that's they haven't been put to that, that test yet. And when they have been put to the test, when they go out and they beat the Boston's and they beat, you know, the Toronto's and they beat, they've only had one time where they've played teams of that caliber this year and actually managed to beat them in, in a in a short span, a short time period. And that was back during their winning streak in January. Since then, that hasn't been the case. They'll play one good game and then they'll come out looking flat and depleted. So I want to I want to see them show show me, prove to me, prove to everybody that they can play that high energy style, that physical style, and do it back to back to back to back to back with, with a day off in between and that's where we'll see it because there's no there's no room for days off in the playoffs we've, we've already said that but it's worth repeating that that's what's going to do this team in if they lose we all know they can beat these guys once but can they do it come back two days later and put their bodies through the paces and not you know slack not take not take a game off so that's what they have to show us and, and if they do, then, hey, uh, you know, will I be stunned if they beat the Kings? No, I won't be. Because all those other teams, they, they've had their issues as well. Um, but I, I just think, uh, you know, the, those teams all beefed up at the deadline for a reason. They, yeah. they knew they had to get bigger. And uh, they, they've, they've got their work cut out for them. We're, we're starting to have a little bit of Internet issues, Jeff. Um, and, I mean, we could talk to you for – hours and hours more and hopefully we can as we go along be a friend of the show and and come back because i mean what a wealth of knowledge you are and well i, I hope just... not because my, my my our our housekeeping service is literally <laughs> yeah. right outside the door well, banging I, on I, lurking I, so. waiting for you hey man i just want to say like, from dude. from uh, yeah. some original kraken fans here man just thank you for everything that you do and you've been there the whole time and everybody listening you guys go give jeff a follow twitter and all that stuff at jeff baker times read his stuff that about 
this team. Check out the book. The book is great too. Um, and Jeff, we just like I said, really Got appreciate by everything Brox. you do, man. And uh, and coming on the show, especially. And Ryan's trying to get back in here, but I don't know if the internet's going to let us uh, say goodbye. Don't let him. Don't let him. Uh, <laughs> I can still hear you. We'll let, you, like we'll let you get like to the Jeff. housekeeping, Jeff. Thanks so much, man. <laughs> really appreciate you stopping by. All right, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> no, it was oh fun. Thank you. Sorry, I was late. All good. Jeff. Appreciate You're good, you, man. Bye. You're Bye. good. Thank you. Um, I'm going to cough for a second. <clears throat> Woo. Um, man, Jeff Baker, everybody. That was great. I'm not editing. I'm. This is me continuing on. I'm not going to edit. I'm just telling you I was coughing for oh, a second. Oh, okay. So uh, you just should run with the cough. Man, we. I could talk to Jeff all day long. I mean, that guy, he's with the team every day. He's with yeah. them on the road. He eats breakfast with them. He follows Maddie Beneers into the showers. No, I'm just, I'm speculating. Whoa. Whoa. What? No, I, I was mean, the only I'm one. Just... You? No, wait. You really want <laughs> that to happen. I think I did that. That's, by the way, why Chris isn't allowed in the locker room anymore. You guys know that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, wow. What a fountain of knowledge he is. And I think also the reason I appreciate Jeff, guys, and, 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 and I appreciate following him and love reading his stuff is because he's real about our team, right? He's not just yeah. giving you that like biased uh, kind of, you know, yes man sort of I'm with the team so I'm going to just say everything's rosy all the time. I mean, I like that he says, "Hey, I, for me, I don't think they did enough at the deadline." And I think we kind of feel that way or at least I do around here a little bit. And so it's nice to get his perspective on things. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, like you have people that are talking about resources and looking to the future as you pose that question, thinking the long game, the long term. Sure, you can make an argument for that. But I like how candid he was about the fact of like, why not just try to win now? Why yeah. why not try to do that? I mean, we're not talking about just totally leveraging everything right. and, and to the point like you're you're like, I don't know, maybe the Rams, maybe even the Golden Knights, although they're good again. You know what I mean? They're obviously first in the division and everything, but like where you can't you can't recover from that but something to beef up as he said all the other teams that he had mentioned sort of did before the playoffs like why not like it it, it energizes your fan base it gets yeah. people going like well, that, why not just see, at least try here early on that's it chris like that you hit it on the head as seattle fans as long suffering seattle fans of all of our teams i think the thing that bums me out about being a seattle fan the most whether it's the mariners throughout history or whatever it's like when it came time to make that big move to make that push to invest fully they always kind of would stop short and as a fan it's so frustrating and what was so fun with the seahawks when they made their run was it seemed like i mean and with pete carroll and with john schneider like they go for it you know they're aggressive uh, win forever mentality and and then they did they got to the height highest of highs and they then fell a couple yards short even the very next year i mean come on yeah. right and that's why that's why they were so good i think and that's what we all recognized in that so when we see our other teams maybe um hesitate a little or seemingly hesitate it can be frustrating right ryan you have something to say i just i think the kraken will surprise us in the playoffs because right. they, they tend to play up to to the other team's level or play down to mm. it so in the playoffs i i feel like they're gonna ramp that up and they're play rise play play up to the level of of you know the team they're playing the competition and the scenarios and the you know the big spotlight and all that stuff i i think i see that coming from him from well look below. at you opposing jeff just because he voted to not let you back in to this show <laughs> now <laughs> you want to go against him he said one and done and you're like nope we're gonna rise to the occasion we're gonna make a push you're just trying to oppose jeff no he's he's also right too I, i'm kind of scared of that but i just i i watch this team play and and the big games they they step up for and like i said lately 
maybe it's because they know they're they're in the playoffs and they don't need to push that hard and they don't want to get hurt and they want to save the legs and and all that kind of stuff that you would expect from a team that knows they're in. Um, well, but, maybe what you feel percolating is far below the skates of the opposing team, down in the depths, Ryan. You know, all of a sudden that one eyeball opens up and you see that red glow. What is it? Is it the Kraken? No, it's optimism. <laughs> and it's growing. It's growing Aww. with the missing link and with the uh, release of show around here. Um, we had released there should the be a sound. Why don't you play a sound effect for that? I mean, that was sort of like the <laughs> some intense. Fix it in post. Um, uh, we had released the rants and all that kind of stuff, but frankly, we're out of time. So we'll get to those next time. Producer Katie, is there a super quick one? Um, or do you have a favorite line from one? Yeah. Or something like that? I do. Okay. Um, our good friend Taff yeah. wants, oh. to, wants to know that uh, since Kevin is literally the missing link on the show, that missing link <laughs> Ryan needs a new nickname. Oh. Or Ooh. is Kevin now actual missing link like oh. Sprong is actual Dan? Oh, uh, I, uh, you know what? That's very astute. Yeah. We'll take that under advice. That was good. That was good. We'll have to talk about that in the production meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Hey, I'll Actual see, missing links. See you guys at the. <laughs> see you guys at the production meeting. <laughs> what? Hey, man. No, all joking aside. Big thanks to Jeff Baker. How about Jeff Baker yeah. for coming on yep. the show, everybody? Uh, thanks to him and, and thanks for to the link for helping hook that up and everything. Link, thanks to <laughs> thanks to him for you're... shoving off housekeeping for for long enough to hang with us. I just you know it means that the link is polite enough in the press box that other journalists like him. Mm. So that's a good thing. They they sat me next to him. I'm like I get to sit next to him and I'm just watching him how he does his work and go about it. And then I just kind of slip. Hey, want to come on the show? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh man, I bet you know when you're sitting there, you're like wow. This guy's such a pro. He thought of something, asked me a quick question, looked it up, and was and there's already in his article <laughs> as the game was going. <laughs> it, it, was, it was amazing to, to just watch him work and think and doing three things at once. He's listening to audio, he's watching the game, he's typing, and he's having a conversation with me, and I don't know why. Hmm. Link, when you asked him if he wanted to be on the show, was his response, I thought you'd never ask? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh, contact me. You can email me and just, yeah, yes. No, it was, <laughs> he, he was great. Um, and um, it's, it's uh, amazing. We now just got him on after two years. He's a big fan. At least fan. he wasn't like, what show? Yeah. Right. He's a big fan. He put in the chat uh, that he never misses an episode. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> he said he listens to every episode twice. Yeah, well, Whoa. once at regular speed and then once at double time. <laughs> just to see if he's missed anything. <laughs> Release the show. I probably at- sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> release the show My at gmail.com everybody that's the email address uh, hit us up on all social media at release the show check out release the merch if you want to buy some fun t-shirts um, and keep on rooting for the Kraken anything else guys I don't know do we need to talk about bet online or anything or I think you just did epic seats or oh, there you, go. you know you know homestand next homestand type of thing like, wait do we have tickets to give away I don't know do we have any for March 30th Anaheim Ducks 7 p.m. Wait, no, do we? Is that what it is, Chris? That's the next homestand. Yeah, do it. It's on my list. Do it. Well, two free tickets to every homestand. I mean, March 30th, if you want to go to that Anaheim Ducks game, 7 p.m., then, you, you know, use the promo code. Take See, 12 or 12% off this when you is spend why, 100 or more on Epic why, Seats. This is why you have to listen to the whole show. 
like literally the whole show because we don't even do the fun contest and tickets and stuff until the very end, and we almost forgot to do it anyway. So we just, got the outro music. Well, this playing. show is actually I mean, about like, hockey this time. Well, I'm just saying, if you're ever wondering, like, oh, can I just turn it off before the end? No, you might miss free tickets because we probably forgot. Yeah, it's so only a yeah. week away. So Make sure if you, you want tickets. Listening. Tell us. Yeah, if you want tickets, just write in and say, "Hey, Jeff Baker's yeah. a pro." I like That's it. That's great. You know? Jeff Baker's a pro. Yeah. And then tell us that you want the tickets. That's all I got. EpicSeats.com, everybody. Okay. Well, I know you got one more thing. <laughs> you didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.